0: Hi there, we really hope you enjoy this teaching from the message. To find out more about all the exciting things we're doing and how you can get involved, check out our website message.org.uk. I love Christmas. Christmas brings memories for me. Don't know what some of your memories are, but I have family memories. I have Memories of traditions that we had at Christmas. Now, we were a family who didn't have much growing up. And so Christmas was special because my mum and dad would go without for us to have a great Christmas. And growing up, we would have rich tea biscuits for our snack. Like, if we got one rich tea biscuit in a day, we were, we were well pleased. I hate rich tea biscuits now. They are the worst thing in the world. We would cut the mould off the cheese and would cut the tops off the hot dogs and sometimes we'd say grace without any food, praying that God would provide. And uh, I remember a couple of occasions where at the end of grace, the doorbell would go and there'd be a bag of food at the door. And as kids, we were just like made up and blown away by God, even at a young age. It wasn't until I was an adult that I realised that you didn't have to sieve flour to get rid of the mites. I thought that all flour had mites in it. And I realised now that you can just go and buy some more for 50p. Um, we would go at Christmas on a family trip to witness 50p shop. We'd all have our 50 P's and we'd go and get each other a present and I remember the arguments would start, I remember one year I bought my mum a ring holder and it was just like a little plastic hand that would hold her rings and I was well chuffed with this present but someone had seen me buy it and so every disagreement after all they had to do was that, to show me that they were going to tell my mum what I'd bought them and I'd get angry and would argue. But we loved Christmas. I remember one year, 50p shop, and we bought, me and my sister bought each other the same present, we bought each other Turkish Delight. And we wrapped it up and we put it under our bed. And every night we'd go to bed and I'd say, do you want one of yours? And I'll have one of my, Do you want one of mine and I'll have one of yours? And by Christmas day, we had to open the present in front of my mum and dad and pretend that it was full of Turkish Delight, when in fact it was empty. Uh, my mum and dad would, uh, uh, like I say, would go without and what they would do is, is every week when they went shopping they'd buy one extra item and it was the Christmas treat box and it was kept in their room by the bed and it was a near little box and this one year, I don't know if you remember those ice cream sauces that were in the shape of an ice cream cone and I spotted it and I was like I've got to I've got to have it and so I went in the room I snuck into the room one day and I had a little squirt of this ice cream sauce and then the days following I'd go and have another little squirt of this ice cream sauce what I didn't know is my three other siblings were doing the same and by Christmas my mum and dad were surprised to see that this ice cream sauce was empty and then one Christmas final story one Christmas Eve, my dad managed to get hold of the thing that was just unreachable for us and this Christmas Eve we had ice cream Mars and it was like I cannot tell you the level of excitement. I don't think I ever remember as a kid being as excited as I was this Christmas Eve sitting down after tea and waiting for this ice cream Mars that excited that I was a sick and I had to go to bed early um, and uh, I never got, I don't actually know where my ice cream Mars went I think someone else ate it. When you're in a family like that, you don't get to. If you don't get it when you when you want it, you, it's gone. Um, but anyway, let's uh, let's read some Bible. Happy Christmas, everyone. Uh, we're going to read in Philippians one, which, to be honest, I started reading this uh, last week, and, and uh, I didn't actually. I felt like I needed to read it, and then I didn't want to be reading it because I knew there was things coming up that I needed to prepare for, and I was like, oh God, I want to be reading something else. But I was drawn to this. And it didn't feel like a scripture that would fit in with coming up to Christmas, Um, joy in suffering. Because nothing goes wrong at Christmas. It's perfect opening presents by the fire with the family, singing your family song round the table, like some people do. Don't know if you have that type of family. Sometimes families do a little nativity, like Sam Ward's family. Um, Maybe your Christmas isn't a perfect Christmas. Here in Philippians 1, Paul writes back to the church at the beginning of the chapter, encouraging them to keep going, to keep growing in love, to keep getting to know Jesus even more in the suffering. He talks about the fact that even as he sits in prison, God is using him, that in his suffering, he's allowing God to be his strength. From verse 20, it says, "'For I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, "'but that I will continue to be bold for Christ, as I have been in the past.'" And I trust that my life will bring honour to Christ, whether I live or die. For to me, living means living for Christ, and dying is even better. But if I live, I can do more fruitful work for Christ. So I really don't know which is better. I'm torn between the two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which will be far better for me. But for your sakes, it is better that I continue to live Knowing this, I'm convinced that I will remain alive so that I can continue to help all of you grow and experience the joy of your faith. And when I come to you again, you will have even more reason to take pride in Christ Jesus because of what He is doing through me. Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ, Then whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies, this will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed, but that you are going to be saved even by God himself. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. We are in this struggle together. You've seen my struggle in the past and you know that I am still in the midst of it. Now, I'm no Emma Owen, um, but I did put my Christmas tree up amidst a renovation. I love a relaxed December. My thing is I get all my presents bought before December and then December is for Christmas films and wrapping presents by the fire. This year, I've not watched a Christmas film. I've not wrapped any presents, and I've not even got a fire yet, so we've, uh, we've got a way to go. But I love it. I love the build-up. But we can put Christmas on a bit of a pedestal. We look at Christmas, and we go, actually, I need everything to be perfect. And yet, for so many people, Christmas is, yeah, an amazing time of year, but it brings about loads of struggles. We talked about it in our office the other week. Christmas is a hard time sometimes to live as citizens of heaven, conducting ourselves in a manner worthy of the good news. Often, it's a time where we spend time with people that maybe we've not really seen throughout the year, people that we might struggle with. Grief is all the more evident at Christmas, and the person that's missing is uh, more obvious as we meet with family. Only last week, me and Alicia started a little game, and it went a bit wrong. We started a bit of a family off and we should have started really minute. We should have started with the little things and we went in a little bit too deep. We finished it at round one. Needed to stop already. (laughs) Um, But Paul talks about finding joy in the suffering, finding joy in the mess. And maybe he was a particularly positive person. Maybe he gritted his teeth as he said it or maybe he just knew Jesus in it. I don't know about you, but there's been moments in my life where I look back and I've known God more in the pain than in any other situation. I remember a few years ago, uh, before COVID, the last proper holiday we had, and we went to Australia and we got there and we uh, we were staying at a friend's house and it was Andy's friend and we, he took us to a, for a walk to the beach. And um, I went walking along this beach and I left Andy and his mate behind and I'd don't know how long I went because I couldn't see them by the time I'd finished. But I began to walk down this beach, and I'd had a bit of a week before we went away where I'd I'd had a few people make two or three people make comments to me that really cut me deep that it shouldn't have done, but it just really like I was like, ah, oh, I'm not a confident person, and like you've just broken me with your comment. And uh, I'm walking along the beach and I'm saying, God, is that sometimes when those things happen? I like to question, is there something God's trying to do in me or is there something God's trying to say? And I'm walking along the beach and I'm saying, oh God, like, is there anything in me I need to change? Is there something? Is, what is the reason for this happening? And, and uh, I felt God say to me really clearly, do you remember when your daily used to come to me? Do you remember that time in your life that you needed to be so dependent on me? You don't, you're not in that life now. You don't have the constant put-downs. You don't have someone telling you stuff that you're not. But become dependent on me again. Come back to me again. Remind yourself of who I say you are because it's going to happen again. It's going to happen more. There was almost a promise from God of more people are going to do this to you in the future and I've experienced it this last 18 months. Become dependent on me again. And gosh, it was just a reminder of a time where God was so close, where in the pain, God was, so, was giving me so much peace and telling me who I was. I can honestly say that although I wish I'd never faced half the stuff that I've gone through. I am so grateful for the opportunities to get to know God in those moments. To draw closer to him and just hear his heartbeat that little bit louder. Because when you're going through pain and when you're going through struggle, when you draw near to God, there's just a different level of, of hearing his heart. I don't know about you, but the reality of suffering is far from a joy. Like it's painful and Christmas for me can be daunting at times because it brings about pain, it brings about heartache, but we need to remember what we're celebrating, like God in the flesh, living amongst us, experiencing what we experience and feeling what we feel, growing up and knowing the pain of life, knowing suffering, knowing grief, feeling what we feel and experiencing what we experience so that you can know. Because you know when you've been through something, it's so much easier to walk other people through it. And he's been there and he knows. Verse 29 says, for you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. We are in this struggle together. You have seen my struggle in the past and you know that I'm still in the midst of it. Paul talks about being still in the midst of struggle, still in the midst of prison but I also think he knew what it was to be still in the midst of trouble, to be still with Jesus, to know Jesus in the midst of the pain. Emmanuel, God with us. This Christmas we remember the baby that was born but we don't just remember the baby that was born, we remember God becoming man born in a cradle and then nailed to a cross, God who left us with his spirit, who's ever present, God is with us when life's hard this Christmas, ready to walk us through it. The joy Paul talks about is the joy of knowing him in it, the joy of knowing God in the process, not the joy of pain as such, but the joy of knowing God in the pain, unbelievable peace at times. Where there really isn't any peace. The joy of beginning to love again the one that's hurt you. The joy of restoration or the joy of peace despite no restoration. Unspeakable joy, unbelievable peace whether this Christmas is perfect or not. Unspeakable joy, unbelievable peace whether this Christmas brings pain and suffering or not. Because it isn't dependent on circumstances, unspeakable joy and unbelievable peace that when accepted brings glory to him. Because we begin to live differently and we begin to react differently for the sake of him, for the sake of the gospel. He does something in us when we know him in the pain, when we choose to take on his joy and his peace despite what's going on around us this Christmas. It changes everything. Whatever this Christmas looks like, know the joy and peace that Jesus offers and take it on. Don't just know about it, but take it, because he gives it freely. Let's pray. God, I thank you. I thank you that you didn't just talk the talk, but you came to earth and you walked it. You walked it before us, You walked it for us, God. Thank you that you knew the pain, you knew the struggle, so that you could walk us through it as well. God, I thank you for that unbelievable joy and peace that you offer despite what we face. and Whatever this Christmas looks like, God, we celebrate you. We celebrate who you are. We celebrate all that you are to us. God, we pray this Christmas that you would do something new in our hearts, God. That we would know you in a new way this Christmas. That you would be so present in the situations this Christmas. That it would be so, such a different Christmas for many in this room. In Jesus' name. Amen. Don't forget to check out message.org.uk to find out how you can support our work or even get involved with one of our teams. We also have another podcast called The Flow Podcast where we share stories and testimonies of the amazing things that God's doing in people's lives. Search for The Flow Podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.